You are listening to the show that's reinventing the podcast game. It's time for the Matty Faz Podcast. And now, here's the man who's been so, so deaf since the AOL Instant Messenger days. From the home of Pretty Fuzzy Productions at the Jersey Shore, the one and only Matty Faz. What's up, everybody? Another episode of the Maddie Faz Podcast. I've told you we have some little surprises and some, and some uh, new things coming at you. I bet, I bet nobody believes me, as always. But, uh, yes, I do actually have somebody introing me now. Not live. They're not here recording now at... I'm not even going to say what hour it is, but, they're, uh, you know, it'd be cooler if, you know, it was like a live guy doing it every time. It'd be more, like, theatrical, but... Uh, we're going to have to go with the recording. But yes, there's actually somebody who does introduce the podcast now. So so for any haters out there, it's getting more legitimate. I, I feel like Donald Trump explaining the presidency. It's gonna. It's just getting more and more legitimate. I'm just going to – I'm normalizing anything. So anybody who, who thinks, you know, full of shit with any of this, all right, keep doubting. Keep doubting. The, I have notebooks and notepads full of weird ideas that you don't – don't worry. You, you, you don't even want to know. I don't even know if I want to know, but they're there. Uh, but anyway, so but, you know, it saves my voice a little bit. Uh, you know, it's like a pitcher saving, you know, his arm for some innings. You got to I'm trying to save my throat any way I can. I mean, the voice of the franchise here till uh, some of these other people join on board. But for the time being, I'm, I'm throwing every inning here. So but as my uh, esteemed PA announcer, I got to find out his name. I don't even We'll work on that. That's a whole other thing. Uh, but uh, as he said, yes, this is the Maddie Faz podcast live from the home of Pretty Fuzzy Productions. And yes, we are at the beautiful Jersey Shore. Jer- Jersey Shore getting some love for the last few days with uh, Todd Frazier and the Yanks right on the brink of making the World Series, but falling a little bit short uh, as they uh, in the series, everybody held serve on, on that uh in the ALCS, everybody won their home games, and the uh, Astros came back in game six and seven and were able to stop uh, the Yankees, who, uh, you know, they, they were had their, the Yankees had a weird, you know, kind of crazy season. I mean, first of all, you got, even though it stings to lose in a game seven of, an a, of a, you know, championship series, that, no doubt about that. But, you know, when the dust settles, uh, they have a lot to uh, be looking forward to. A lot of great young players. They, as everybody has said, they kind of arrived, you know, in their, uh, you know, competing for playoffs and World Series about a year early, maybe even two years early. But they uh, really came into their own. So, uh, you know, you, you got to tip your hat to that. And, you know, Todd Frazier, he he, uh, he didn't he wasn't great the entire time. He was a little up and down, but he did have some very dramatic moments. And he kind of I feel like made the team kind of turn a corner with with the thumbs down thing that became the trademark and uh you know he uh, helped galvanize the team a bit uh it, once he was uh, acquired there but he's a free agent it'll be interesting to see uh what he's uh up to you know because he's what now 31 or 32 and uh will be an unrestricted free agent he just built a house in Tom's River not too far from the uh palatial estate of pretty fuzzy productions but uh you know it'll be interesting to see if he you know tries to sign with the yanks the mets are actually a possibility since david wright uh is more than likely never to see a baseball field once again 
So we will see how that goes. But Tom Ziver did get some love uh, on Todd Frazier. He nearly cranked one in game six to tie the game and then hit a chopper uh, on that play. I'm sorry, on, on the fly ball, uh, Springer made an unbelievable catch to catch it at the warning track and the wall, basically. And then um, last night, uh, two nights ago, rather, sorry, I'm getting my own days confused. Uh, game seven, he hit a little chopper and Greg Bird was thrown out at the plate. That would have tied the game, and uh, after that, the Astros just started breaking it open. But uh, he almost uh, had two very dramatic championship series moments uh, that would have helped his uh, his team out. So, be interesting. But great job for him, and uh, you know he's always repping TR. God bless him, and uh, we'll see where he uh, ends up. Uh, you know, and I, I actually, you know, it, just just one other quick note. I mean, he. Uh, during the season, him and um, his brother were in the same grade, went to the same schools for quite a while, and uh, we've talked maybe about doing a, a podcast. Me and Jeff, and you know, if we could ever get Todd, even better. So, um, and and speaking of that, uh, I'm I know I always tease news, and everybody just feels like I'm just full of shit, myself included, with some of that. But uh, on, on this podcast, at least, but. Uh, there actually are some guests in the works. Um, I've confirmed about two so far, and I have one that's looking really good. That would be awesome, at least for me and, like, ten other people I know will just absolutely bug out. And then I have a kind of pie-in-the-sky one that I'm waiting on. I'm not, I can't promise it. If it happens, it would be gr- the greatest thing ever. I don't care. I'll sit on a curb in a sewer and, and hold a microphone up if that's where I need to do it. Cause it would be, I think it'd be that good of an interview, but uh, you know, so we will, uh, we'll see on all that. So lots going on. I, and one other thing, there's a, there's a fundraiser that uh, working on here involving the, uh, the, the Matty fast podcast hats, which have taken the Northern mid Atlantic by storm the last few months. Um, so I'll explain all that, uh, at some point. And I, I didn't even introduce you to my co-host. Oh, no, 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 Jen, I wasn't talking, no, I wasn't talking about you, the cricket. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I thought I was just a contributor. Before we started, uh, before we went on the air. Yes. Now, uh, Jenna is with me here. You've heard her before. Jenna. Hello. Hi. Aren't, how lucky are you to be doing this at this, uh. Again, we won't say the hour, but how, how you know, aren't you just the luckiest gal in the northern mid-Atlantic? I'm excited. I have a lot to say. Oh no. That means, so I can just I could just leave during that portion. It'll be you and the cricket. Can I trust him to be I mean No, you I hate the crickets more than you do. I do too. Well, this is my problem because I like I genuinely like recording at night. Like I really do. Me too, I'm a night owl. So it's not good. We could sleep all day. But don't say <laughs> great <laughs> we're like nocturnal okay we'll go with that all right and before we get way into the show here let's just take a quick break we'll get uh ourselves uh settled and situated here and uh be right back with you with the maddie faz podcast thanks for listening the maddie faz podcast with your host the one and only maddie faz we'll be right back It's J 
Jenna, the first lady of Pretty Fuzzy Productions. While I've made it my job to try and get Matt to stop ranting on about how much his sports teams are struggling this season, it hasn't been the easiest. But I still love him. And there's a solution coming up. It's so new we don't even have a name yet. But I have big news to share with you about a solo podcast venture, and I can't wait to tell you the details. More coming up on this episode of the Maddie Faz Podcast. And now back to the show, starring the man of my dreams, the t-shirt-wearing, Coke Zero-drinking, and taco-loving Maddie Faz. Love you guys. Back to the show, the Maddie Faz Podcast, with your host, the one and only Maddie Faz. We're back, sort of. I don't even know where we got uh, kind of derailed a little bit there between the cricket and then uh, my program, which I won't get into the technical stuff. Uh, just stopped recording uh, some of our uh, original topics, so uh, we'll I'll catch up on some of that stuff. But I uh, as prom I, I've been actually promising this for weeks that you were going to be on and. We got you in for like 20 minutes the one time, but we didn't finish, so I didn't... I fell asleep. Yeah, you fell asleep, so we didn't air it, and I don't... Are you going to fall asleep during this one? <laughs> no, but I'm getting a little tired. No, I couldn't tell. Okay. <laughs> That's why we're changing the order. We're batting out of water right now. But, uh, yes, the lovely and very talented Miss Jenna Furlies, not Jennifer, Jenna Furlies, my girlfriend. Hi. Uh, and Jenna, uh, you know, you'll... You'll, if you don't know already, or if you haven't heard me say or read any of her stuff, she's top notch. With I mean, I think she's good at talking about most topics. But what would you say your bread and butter is like? Reality TV, pop, pop culture. culture, yeah, reality TV, those kind of things. I started uh, a few years ago blogging, and found out how it works all behind the scenes, and it's staged. Not exactly. It's staged. The words manipulated. Where they put everybody in if the same got, room with a yeah. scenario and then just like. But some of the things that they do are weird. Like they'll film like I would never let cameras film me in bed with my husband or something like that. And then they're like, good night. And then it's we, like, we've been doing that for. Yeah. Right. I'm just kidding. There's. um. I don't know. There's a there's a lot to pop culture and reality TV. That's what I prefer. I'm more of a TV person than a movie person. So I'm, I'm with you there. I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't 100% sure who this Harvey Weinstein was. You didn't know who he was? Like, I had heard of him, but, like, not exactly. I mean, I can't even, like, read about it anymore. I'm so disgusted. Well, but He loves masturbating in front well, of yeah, people. Yeah, that's, that's the weird part. That's, like, his thing. But... As I told you, if you watched Entourage, like, they had the Harvey character who was based on him. I mean, it was like, you know, uh, that's the reason so many people didn't say anything because he was such a heavyweight in Hollywood that people were scared he would just ruin your career. If you... And that's what he would say he was going to do. He's yeah. disgusting. Oh, yeah. No, no, he's a horrible person. And he played every side of it, you know, took advantage of, like, young, vulnerable actresses who were trying to, you know, advance and... Even anybody who worked for him on his staff, his assistants, everything, 
And his wife, I guess she was going to stay with him uh, if he would give her another baby, because that's oh what I would God. want, another really? baby with that creep. And then more and more people started to come forward, and she was yeah. like, no, nah, I can't do this. You're, you got problems. Um, what's his face? Um, I was re- listening to an interview. You know Graydon Carter, the Vanity Fair editor? Mm-mm. He's like a world-renowned editor and involved in so many things. But his daughter interned for Harvey Weinstein a few years ago. He, she didn't get any harassment per se, but like literally, they said like the interns, like literally, they didn't even give them desks there. Like everything was just like mayhem. Plus his behavior, like it just sounded like he how would always earth. take people to his room. Like where was his wife? Like well, that that was like the that was like the move. It'd be like all right, you know, work day's over, and like oh yeah, you know what. I just, you know, like an actress be like, you know, I really just want to get this part or, you know, like, you know, is there any advice you can give me? Like, mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. Come back to the office at like seven o'clock. And then you it end was up always at, massages. Yeah. That's and, how it started. And then you end up at like the Bel Air Hotel or, you know, or, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. The the script is in that private room like in on my bed. Like, it's just like creepy. Well, there's also now. OK, this director, what's his name? James Toback. Yeah. Two over yeah. two hundred women he harassed, which is yeah. I can't believe that Beth Stern was one of them. Howard Stern's wife. Well, she didn't even see that. Yeah, I mean, this is. Huh. I wonder if Howard like lit into him today. I'm curious. I mean, I would imagine Howard probably would have known already. Maybe they just never said it. I mean, it's like A-list actresses too, like Julianne Moore, Angelina Jolie. Like you know, I don't. I don't know. I never. I guess I'm lucky and ignorant at the same time i didn't realize it was so common for women to be physically harassed like that i mean you know i've been a victim of internet stalking that kind of thing but like this is like scary which we won't get into tonight (laughs) no i've gotten into that before um on uh another podcast pop fizz clink and um, there's so many women who have been victims of that as well. So I'm sure every I mean that I'm sure every girl's been a, a victim of that in some form or another. And then obviously some cases go way further. You know, I think yours may have <laughs> not your fault. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, it's and these women all kept quiet. Can you imagine over two well, so together, it's like over 300 women. None of them spoke up. Like, but these it, men that, were clearly very uh, intimidated. That's the thing. Like, yeah, you, you get people, you know, when you're talking that stratosphere, you know, this isn't some dude making like $150,000 at like a New York bank, you know, or like a, you know, like a, um, an engineer for a tech firm or something, you know? Like, these guys are literally like a Harvey Weinstein is worth whatever couple hundred million two billion dollars something like i that. hope his wife gets all of it yeah i i you know who knows how that uh is all laid out but i mean like these guys are I mean are making like you know they literally run industry like that's when you have them doing it it's it just becomes murky and and believe me i'm happy he got caught so you know, it's like it's not a, like I hate that it's become like a, everything has to be a political Democrat, like you know, d- Democrat Republican thing. Like he's just a piece of shit. I mean, that's you know, just like I think Bill O'Reilly's a piece of they. You know, any guys who do things like that, they're you know, they deserve and what they went coming. to. He went to rehab for a week. 
And he I, and stayed he, I, in a yeah, hotel. Yeah, he was. That I was mean, come rehab. on, that wasn't rehab. He was probably ordering steaks every night, watching. TV. He was out to dinner in Scottsdale, at like a like a big happening place. He's like, disgusting, and I hope that he gets in a lot, a lot well, of trouble. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that, yeah, it went from just some, you know, just being like personally mortified, you know, and embarrassed to now, like, I mean, I believe L.A. is like filing charges like and so is london and new york city and then on top of that you know because if you know if, if courts are going through with it you know people are going to file like you know civil suits for yeah millions of because dollars. he was he was settling with i forget what which <clears throat> actors rose <clears throat> mcgowan oh, i yeah. think her name is <clears throat> Like a hundred fifty thousand dollars. I mean, all these these yeah. well, maybe these actresses will start like a um, a charity or something like that. And or uh, they were gonna say a class action suit. <laughs> um, I don't think they're starting a charity. And donate the money well, to that. I think they should. Well, the, the girl from the Bill O'Reilly one should. She made thirty two million dollars. I mean, what Bill, could have happened? Bill O'Reilly, like what could he have, reminds me of a grandpa. Like what could happen in a in a in a one on one relationship like that where you're not married, you know? He's not married. Well, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I be, he's either married or divorced. But no, no, I'm saying where you're not married to each other. The the him and this woman were mm-hmm. not. And you know this fling thing, whatever you want to call it, goes on for multiple years. And the way it ends up, and you who are, you know, he's claiming this, claiming that, have to pay $32 million? Like, what Were the they, was she, so she was non-consensual? I guess. I don't even know all the details yet. You know, the, like, since Sunday was the meat bowl, which I think we may have to re-talk about at some point since uh, I think it may have cut off. But, um, I mean, you're not dropping a check for $32 million. Unless something really, really went bad, right? I mean, I and I just don't like. How long ago was this? The that one was the thirty-two million dollar payment. Wasn't that like under like within the last year he paid that? No, I think that was a few years ago. Well, no, um, the, the 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 situation has been going on, but I mean, like, I think he dropped the check like in the last. It says he's mad at God over the sexual. <laughs> yeah, like, like, come on, like, really? Like, no, you're not mad at yourself a little bit? But thirty. I mean, I mean, his salary was twenty five million a year. Plus, he would write books. You know, all that. So apparently, Megyn Kelly was one of the people that he was. Yeah, that's always. And, yeah, and now she's on this show on NBC, which is just a right. Have you seen it? I so I watched the first one, and I forget who was on it that I wanted to see. Aaron not, Andrews, not Megyn. Aaron Kelly, Andrews, not Megyn Kelly. When Aaron Andrews was talking about being stalked. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, that was about 10 minutes. The rest of it was the most boring thing I've ever seen in my life, and I have not watched anything well, since. Well, because she's, like, caught in between. You know, she was on a station that, you know, that was hyper-partisan political, and now she's trying to be, like, this down-the-middle, watered-down version of herself, right? Plus trying to be, like, the morning host Kelly Ripa type, I guess. And she's just, it just doesn't. And there was a lot of, like, competition. Like, the people at the Today Show were, like, freaking out about her coming. Oh, and yeah, I think no. She nobody's was the hottest rooting, free agent. Nobody's rooting for her, unfortunately, like, well, for her co-stars. Not co-stars, she's but just, co-workers. She's got that, like, look about her. You know what I mean? Like, that she just, like, she looks like she could be tough to work with. Does she not? I don't know. I, 
I'm not a fan of hers. Yeah. Um, my best friend, Julia, claims that everyone is a fan of hers. Hmm. I am not. My dad, oh, God, when she cut her hair, oh, my dad, he would yell things at the TV. Yeah, I never watched her. <laughs> and I didn't really either. You know, obviously, I saw the debate stuff. But, yeah, no, I have not seen this new show, but... Everything I read is it sounds like the like it sounds like apocalypse now. Every time you read a, a quote about it, I mean, now she even wants Donald Trump on her show, which is like, like embarrassing. Begging him, like begging him to come on, uh, which I'm sure he loves. I mean, you know, him being begged by her to come on is, uh, 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 yeah. This is actually I wanted to ask you this one, so because there's a very interesting basketball pop culture thing going on, so. I yes I, I on top of being a Mets and Yankee and uh, Giant Giants fan I'm a, I'm a Laker fan I've always have been because of Magic Johnson. It's tough to watch games sometimes they're late all that Laker and they've been bad the last few years since Kobe retired but um so uh, Kendall Jenner was dating Jordan Clarkson who's a backup point guard okay for a while but then she was with like ASAP Rocky and. I don't know who ASAP Rocky, Travis rock. Scott, like who are these dudes? But then Travis Scott is with the other Kylie, one. Kylie, yeah. So yeah, I don't know what's going on either. So I thought she was with Jordan Clarkson. So opening day, I made you watch for like a half. You were a sport. I've been watching a lot of sports. I know. Don't worry. It'll even out. Don't worry. Trust <laughs> me. So, you, you know, no, but you were. So we watched the. I, just, I wanted to see Lonzo Ball, the, the the Laker player. I wanted to see a few players, just see how they do, and. Uh, so I'm like, oh, there's, you know, Kendall Jenner's boyfriend. I'm thinking it's Jordan Clarkson. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh, oh, who? The Blake Griffin? And I'm like, what? Yeah, I knew and who like, he looked like. he, Because to me, he looks a little tad bit like Chris Humphreys. He does. Yes. They have this. Uh, I'm one of the only people in the world, and I'm sorry, Matt, who thinks Chris Humphreys is, like, so cute. Everyone's always like, ew. Oh. I think he's cute. But he's uh, he's like uh, his name is just like notorious for one thing now, not basketball. Being married for seventy two days. Yeah. it's like the who was the dude who was married to uh, Britney Spears with uh, Kevin Federline. Yeah, uh, but they were oh, a long there, time. No, Jason a, Alexander. There you go. Like yeah, like George Costanza. Uh, no, I know. Yeah, and it's and the crazy thing about Humphreys, he was ridiculous in high school too he was so where's he from isn't he Mi from this Minnesota. area oh you're right you're right he was ridiculous in high school he was so good and college um but yes yeah, so, you know he got ruined by that so the no but the thing is so, so i didn't realize about blake griffin so and i know you don't really know much about him i'm sure blake griffin was the number one pick in the nba draft in 2011 i think so he's <clears throat> he was very good he was how old is he so he was 19 when he came out six years 26. So he's a little older than 27, her. Not too bad, though. 27, okay. maybe. 28. Okay. And he's a very talented player. You know, he's he's in a lot of commercials. I don't know if you see. He's like in the Kia commercials. You know, and uh, he's also an aspiring comedian. But the reason, I like that because she's so serious. But he's he kind of is serious too. But apparently he likes comedy. But the weird the thing is though he's hurt every single he's like year. me no he's you times a thousand like he, he like well he'd like walk to that door and like hyper extend his knee like he and he always gets work hurt at the worst time for the clippers and uh so they had chris paul also i don't know if you know who that is he's another basketball player. no mm -mm. 
he was the point guard and he like, you know, he, he's one of those dudes. He has to like have the ball in his hand all the time. He could be a little moody, whatever. The whole chemistry of that team was all wacky. So the, he left the team. Blake Griffin, it's like considered his team now. Like, you know, he they said he's healthy, whatever. And now I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, like you've been you've been getting hurt every single year and now you have a Kardashian basically, you know, they're usually associated with bad luck with teams. Oh yeah, like they have like the curse or whatever. Yeah. So well okay, go ahead, finish. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was gonna say so. That's why it's like if you're a Clipper fan, like they're actually playing all right too. People didn't expect it. It's like you got to be a little nervous now having the Kardashian curse mixed with Blake Griffin. It's just a weird dynamic. Well, I just read number one. She just bought Charlie Sheen's old house. Weird. But number two, it says Kendall Jenner and Blake Griffin romance. It drives him crazy that she's still a Lakers fan. Come on. What are you doing, Kendall? Get your Clippers jersey and let's go. Yeah, but she's probably gone to Lakers games forever. Yeah. And she was dating. Jordan she Clinton. went she went to the celebration after they beat the Lakers. Ugh. All right, we don't need to hear that part. <laughs> apparently there are a lot of PDA. But apparently they're not officially dating because they both travel all the time. Like they're not like it, going ooh, steady. It says here. Blake Griffin is not scared of the Kardashian curse with girlfriend Kendall Jenner. He will play the best he ever has. Which it, it'll be interesting to see because, you know, everybody goes through the curse and maybe he like gets like reverse cursed, you know, like where he goes from being hurt every year and all that. So all of a sudden now he has like the best play, you know, best year of his career. I don't know. It's just a very weird dynamic. She, they'd be the last two I expected together. Why? Well, because first of all, she was dating like five guys, including Jordan Clarkson. And then all this, and and Blake Griffin has two kids. He does. Yeah, he, he was married to a. He's per, twenty-eight. Yeah, he was married to somebody from USC, and they had two kids. So it just didn't seem like the the match. Like it just, you know, it just didn't. I don't know. It, just, it didn't. It just didn't. I didn't see it coming. Um, is Jordan Clarkson? He was on the Lakers. He still is. Okay. You know, but he's a player like a notch, two notches below Blake Griffin. Like Blake Griffin, if he's healthy, is like one of the top ten players in basketball. So Courtney, after Lamar, only dates basketball players. I think yes. I feel like Kendall's going to be like that too. Kylie only dates rappers. Well, I don't know, but well, yeah, Kendall, she has dated rappers though too. But we don't know if that's confirmed. Like ASAP Rocky, like know? they never like. I don't know. They always tried to like deny that. Well, well, I think that yeah, I think the family wanted like her with Jordan Clarkson being a Laker and all that. But well, I think they're fine with the Clippers too. Well, yeah, but yeah, Blake Griffin, he... Chris Jenner. I'm sorry. I, although she exploits her family, she's she's a businesswoman to the like to the T. I think it got cut off, but um yeah. she just signed a fifteen million dollar contract as the manager and the Kardashian family altogether signed a hundred fifty million dollar contract with E. It's crazy. So um all the sites are speculating that they 
the girls really must be pregnant because why else would E pay that much money? We'd have yeah. Kylie pregnant, Chloe pregnant, Kim's got a surrogate, Kendall's with the wannabe Blake comedian Griffin. who maybe Blake will Griffin. go on TV. Blake Griffin. And then Courtney's dating some like 22 year old, which really? I think is weird. Yeah. What's a uh, Scott dipshit up Scott there? Scott Dick Scott dipshit is <laughs> he's dating Sophia Ritchie, who is nineteen. Oh, okay. You know what? I think I saw something on one of those. They're like, they've been kissing everywhere. This is what I don't get. Okay. They don't work. They just travel. Like, yeah. and they they always have like Louis Vuitton. Like they're always shopping. You know, you could tell that they like are buying brand new stuff. I'm like. Where are you getting the money, and who has the time to just, like, go to Italy for four weeks? Like. Not bad. Not bad. But, yeah, and, and I met, so, yeah, I saw Christian. She gets, you know, ten, the 10%, which that's, like, that's been, like, their standing arrangement, right? She gets 10% of all the stuff from the kids? I believe so. Plus, I'm sure, since she's a character on the show, she gets paid, too. And she's an executive producer. Yeah, I was going to say it. And then the reruns. So she's... $15 million is nothing. She's probably making triple that. And I don't think Caitlyn Jenner is on it. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure she's not. Yeah, I think Caitlyn has been like kind of like... My, my old hairdresser who moved to L.A., Sammy, we were so excited for I Am Kate. We watched together. We had a little... Was that the Diane Sawyer one? Um, no, it was the E! like documentary. Oh, okay. So we had a little, you know, we got ourselves... We enjoyed ourselves. Let's just say that. Watched some I Am Kate. It was the absolute worst show I've ever seen in my life, and it was canceled halfway during the second season. It was very odd. In what way, sorry? Like, I don't, like, like then there was, was, it, was a woman. The, like, what was the odd part? I didn't see any of that. It was just, it was boring. Uh-huh. You know, like she was trying to spread the word and all that. And she had a group with her of transgender women. Mm-hmm. And then there was one that they would kind of like brush arms, like touch a little like that. But like y- you weren't sure if they were hooking up or not. Mm-hmm. And then I guess in Caitlin's book, she wrote that she had the surgery. Yeah. And that's how Kylie and Kendall found out. And it's always so odd when they're like, yeah, I haven't been to see my dad because she's been really busy. And like, you know what I mean? Like, because they have to say she, that's how it all works. I I mean, and I, yeah, I, you know, I'm understanding. I'm empathetic. But yeah, when you, when you say my dad and then she, it, it, right. It just, we, the way. Something doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound right. Um. But I mean that family's just killing it. I don't know. It's crazy. I their their show's kind of boring now though. Like Kim It's been boring for a long time. Long Kim's time. outfits are just I mean, she just basically wears like burlap sacks. And they they just sit there and just like put pictures up of each other and, they eat and emojis salad and, 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 and like, eat salads. But I mean like that emoji business is probably worth like fifty billion dollars. I mean, like the stuff that goes on, like I I just picture like people like oh, oh my god i gotta buy the new kim k uh surrogate mother emoji like like i don't understand how this all kim emoji well Uh-oh. also then you know thank you there's rob who's troubled and um <laughs> yeah the joke amongst my friends i always was like you know 
love you, Rob. And uh, Rob was very overweight at a time that I was losing weight. And it was like, me and Rob, we're going to get skinny together. We're going to the gym. Like, I literally, in my head, made up a relationship with Rob. And now um, Rob is, like, having a lawsuit and revenge porn and domestic violence. And yeah, some of every once in a while, I'll get a funny text from one of my old roommates. And they'll be like, how's Rob? And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, he, he's and they say he's like addicted to like scissorup. What the uh, heck is that? That's like the that's, that's not the, how you say it, but scissor, there's so many scissor, Z's it's in called it. Scissorp. Like, what is it? So it's like they mix um, the it's Sprite and the liquid form basically of like Percocet. It's like liquid, whatever the drug it, promethazine or some shit like that. Where the hell did they get that? Who knows. But LA it, has different drugs. So apparently. They, no, no, people around here do drink. That, but so you'll notice it, like in in uh, like if you see like certain rap videos. Yeah, whatever, I've seen it in that. They put it in. A, they put two styrofoam cups. Mm-hmm. That's when you know it's scissor. That's like the calling card. But I, I've actually, I've never had it. I thought I, you were gonna say you tried it. I'm like, no, what? it's literally Sprite and like some kind of liquid form of like an opiate, basically. And yeah, you just that's what like a lot of like rappers and everybody drinks. So, I don't know. Well, so now Black China is not only pressing charges on Rob, she's suing the whole Kardashian family, saying oh, she's trying to. Yeah. She's saying that they, because of them, she can't have a reality show. Uh, you would have never had a reality show if it wasn't for them. So be lucky for your first season but and shut. She's the- got right. She's got a kid though with him. Dream Kardashian. It's the only, you know. He's got. But I'm saying that's value having a kid with the last name. I think they did. You know, a pretty big like baby nap. But it's you still have. And Black China's mom, who's like as trashy as they come, is actually suing Wendy Williams. Oh, I, th- I figured Black China's mom would be like a really upstanding. <laughs> I thought it would all like be like she's suing Wendy Williams because why? Wendy Williams like made fun of her. I mean, the, that's why like the, like if you put like the like the puzzle like like you know like lines going around like there's like everybody's like connected in all these weird weird ways. Yeah, it's bizarre. So now speaking of young. Uh-oh. Adults. Look at this segue. Let's do what? That have a lot of money. Um, Selena Gomez, who is my. Yeah, she's your BFF. She's my absolute girl crush. Um, I do have a connection to her PR person, and I will meet her. I hope that she's doing well. She's a great lupus advocate. She earned like over $500,000 in one weekend just by posting a link, which was amazing. Um, and she was dating Justin Bieber for a while, as everyone remembers, and he was, like, the bad boy, and, you know, she was... Was? <laughs> she was, you know, partying with him, and then kind of went away to get herself better, and people said rehab, and then they stayed away from each other. Then, no, no, no. Then they went, they became religious together, but then he started bringing Kourtney Kardashian to church instead of Selena, so she's I dating... She's dating the weekend. I know. Yeah, I'm very aware of the weekend. My and cousin Chris, if you ever go on my cousin Chris's Snapchat, there's always a song by the weekend or Drake on there. Really? Well, okay, sorry. I'll shut uh, up. You're speaking me of way. Drake, the weekend's ex girlfriend, uh, Bella Hadid, yeah. is said to be dating Drake. Hadid. 
Yolanda from the Housewives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but the, uh, does the other doesn't her sister date Josh? Zion somebody? Oh, who's the who's the one who Josh Kushner's married to or engaged to? I don't know. I thought it was one of the Hadids. Anyway, I don't, I don't know. I can't. You can't keep up. I don't know, but anyway, so I guess yeah. the weekend is okay with them. Yeah. Spending time together, which I just don't think is a good you know idea. Why? You wouldn't let me spend the weekend with Selena Gomez. <laughs> yeah, you could. If I, I, but I'd want to join. Like I love. No, her. what if I, me, like me and Selena, just like I don't know. No, I wouldn't like that. We, it couldn't happen. No. What if me and Selena like recorded a podcast together or something? I'd have to be there. Where you could we. I would. I uh, have so many things I want to ask her. No, you could have a separate day with her. I'll... Okay, okay. I um, but yeah. So she's um, like I said, she's an amazing lupus advocate, and she was very quiet about it at first. Um, mm-hmm. she wasn't ready to talk about it, and it was right as I had become ready to talk about my diagnosis and being really sick and things like that, and she. <laughs> There were a lot of rumors that she was sick, but she wouldn't comment on it. And she had gained weight from steroids and the paparazzi. I mean, she was on the cover of, like, every magazine I remember in a bathing suit. And I was so pissed. I mean, the Facebook statuses I would put up because I had roid rage myself. I was on a lot of steroids. I mean, I was going off. (laughs) You know, it's, uh, it's not nice, but now people... Especially the paparazzi and the media have definitely let up on her a little bit now that they know. Well, uh, yeah, it's so. Uh, this is not to cut you off or anything, I, but I, this is actually a question I would have then. You know, because you know I've seen you. I, I whatever. I, I've did the episode, and I was we were gonna do the next one where you came on, but you know where I I talked about your lupus. You gave me permission. It wasn't uh right. I had. Uh-huh. I'm saying, but I see, you know, I know when you're tired physically, where your body's like tired. last night, my body hurt so bad yeah. it wasn't even funny. You could tell, like, I, you know, you, I've, I told you, I've tried to read about it, I've tried to do different things just to learn to what to look for. So I'm saying, but in in something like that, you know, like a like a Selena Gomez, you know, like if she puts a new album out, I mean, how does she do that? Like, you know, like, like would you like, like would that be like like I'm saying, like in your head. Like if you if you knew you had a tour coming up, and you had to hit. Well, fi- that's fi- why she canceled her tour. Fi- I, no, no, I know it was. I'm saying, but like she has done tours before, so you you, you know having loop is like imagine if you if you saw on your schedule coming up you have 50 dates, 50 you know tour dates in like 60 days. Say, would that like completely like mess with your psyche? Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. I'm saying like, I don't I don't know if she'll ever be able to do a tour like that again. I mean, Tony Braxton, um, did you watch that biopic? I did. No. Um she had to stop kind of touring. Like her tours yeah. are like mini cuz she fainted on well, stage from her lupus. Nick Cannon, um you see him going he, in he and out of lupus? the Yeah, he oh, he goes in and out of the hospital a lot. I mean, he spent Christmas in the hospital, which made me sad. Um, but it's his been there. His babies were with Mariah Carey on a yacht somewhere anyway. But um, you know, it comes and goes and there's different kinds. My knock on wood for me, my kidneys have not been affected yet. I have the oddest um organs, my ears, my eyes, things like that. Um well, you have ear you you're 
You don't have ears. That's, you know, that's where my issues come from. And it's very strange because they don't, you know, no two cases are the same. So um, Seal also has lupus. He doesn't tour as much. And that's where the scars on his face come from. And mm. people don't know that. I didn't know that. We were watching the Lady Gaga uh, documentary last night and her aunt had it. And back in the 80s, they didn't diagnose it and they wanted to cut her aunt's hands off because she had rashes on it. And um, that's what her album's about. Joanne, which Matt keeps calling me. I I didn't keep calling. I said it like three times. So it's um, every every case (laughs) is different. And uh, I don't know, (laughs) Selena turning to god i don't know if that's well helping it's that her weird not. it's that church that but justin bieber does but it's not scientology is it no, no, no it's no. like it's like a north jersey guy from like montclair he's like in montclair he's based out of they were not in montclair no church. but that's the, the the guy they look up to is based in montclair justin bieber was up there a bunch of times recently my uh a friend of mine Kara, she goes to church in point pleasant i'm looking that up by the way um, and it's, look it up too. it's like a modern, more modern day church. I mean, I went to Catholic university, but a lot of my, at least my social views are not, they don't agree with the Catholic church. And, um, there's a lot of churches. I heard a lot of religions that are, you know, they're calling it Christian instead. And they're kind of changing with the times. I mean, that's kind of what needs to be done. So I'm sure that's the sort of church that Selena and Justin. Hillsong Church. That's the name of the church. Um, and what's this dude's name? Let's see. And where are the? Okay, so there's one in New York City. And there's one in Montclair. Um, location, service times. Should we go? <laughs> uh, we're good. Carl Lentz is the Hillsong the, leader. Yeah, there's one in Montclair. See? There's one in Manhattan. I don't see anything about LA. Like literally, like like I'm like over the summer, like Justin Bieber would like show up at a basketball court in Montclair. It happened a few times. So that's that's when all those rumors started because they knew the guy from Hillsong Church was from Mon- you know practiced in Montclair. Get baptized. <clears throat> oh, this is this is like a lot. This church. Yeah. No. It's a. It's a like. He canceled his tour, too. Justin did. Yeah. I I felt bad for Justin because um, with dating Selena Gomez and, like, he didn't know how to be there for her then. He was so young, and so he kind of lashed out, too. And I just, like, I definitely think her health had something to do with the way he was behaving. Except I will never forget, it was, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. I had worked the next day, and I was... I had a lot of trouble getting out the door for 8.30, like, to be to work at 8.30. And I get this alert on my phone that Justin Bieber got a DUI in Miami. I'm like, I don't give a shit. This is really what my phone's going to alert for. Like, I mm. thought it was, like, an Amber Alert or something. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm a huge Selena Gomez fan, not even just of her music, of her as a person. And I just always wish her the best. I've gained respect. One person who hasn't lashed out about lupus... What do you mean? Me. I haven't. Have I lashed out? No, I said I have. You, you were saying how Justin Bieber was lashed out. Oh. I said I haven't. Yeah, I've got. I know some others that have lashed out. Okay. 
Let's hope you don't. You know others who have lashed? I'm not going to ask. I just, I just know, like, for me, in my early 20s when I was diagnosed and the relationships that I was in, like, it took, it definitely took a toll on people. But that's why I think I'm glad that I met you at the ages we're at now because you've been through some shit, I've been through some shit, and we can handle it, you know? Yeah. At I... 22, you don't know how to handle that. Um, yeah. But no, well, I don't know. I've always been, I've always had empathy, sympathy, empathy, and and I've, I don't know, I've always had, like, things, like, family stuff that we always had to do involving just any, you know, different things that have happened, so, I don't know, I I mean, maybe I wouldn't have handled it perfectly, and I still might, but that's why I, I do ask you questions, I try, and I read a lot, I, I genuinely do, like, if you look, like, I try to keep up with it like i don't know a lot of about it so there's no there's no way to like handle yeah. it perfectly. and i don't know anybody literally like and it's not not i don't i didn't know anybody who had it as far as i knew beside you so i either either did i and that's why i vowed that i was always gonna like be there for people who yeah. and you have well and i definitely have tried but you know what i've noticed that's difficult because you can't tell people what to do with their health yeah um, you can just give suggestions, but it's maybe it's my personality, but I find it to be so hard because I went, you know what I mean? Like I almost died like multiple times. So for right. me, well, I want to be like, don't do that. That's so stupid. Like I learned right. the hard way, like learn from my mistakes, but like you can't say that to people. And well, that's, that's, and I, I could be dead wrong, but I don't know. Just seeing, you know, I've seen cancer. I've now I've seen lupus. I've seen some different things, but I, I don't, I feel like lupus is a very, very like, personal, like almost day to day, hour to hour battle. It's yeah. So like, you can have a, you know, you can have a time period where you're like, oh, okay. You know, she's doing very well, but you know, one day you could have a 10 hour span where you're miserable like that. You know what I mean? Everything. Yeah. Like right now my legs are up on a stool because they're all swollen and you know with lupus comes fibromyalgia and Sjogren's syndrome and interstitial cystitis and now this new thing vasculitis like it's just one thing after another and every year it's been something new and I'm like I don't I don't think that there's any more things that less and, th- yeah. and whereas like to get. like cancer for example has like almost benchmarks you know like like you can go from you know having stage three to go to remission you know stuff like that like even though like you know like you said your kidneys haven't been affected like i've said and i've said doesn't mean it yeah no 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 no, i'm saying i've said this before in here like that i give you credit because i know like i said the hour by hour stuff that just can happen and it's you know you never know like what well, you know, like if your legs will hurt or if you'll just be tired or, you know, like you don't. You can't you can't plan like for anything. Things that used to make yeah. me so excited now make me so anxious. Yeah, it's and like that is the part that's like really hard. Like I know. Like things even especially with, you know, some of my friends from college and that kind of thing, because I know where I thought I would be professionally wise and things like that. And then I know where I am and I'm like, they don't see me on a day to day anymore. So they don't totally get it. You know what I mean? Like, but you know what? You've developed probably more 
character than you could ever imagine from that and toughness. I've le- I heard a there's a quote by Yolanda Yolanda Hadid, a lot of Hadid talk. Lots of Hadid. And she said, "My circle got smaller cuz my vision got clearer." And you learn a lot about like friends and things like that and people who really are there for you and people who like to say they're there for you. You know what I mean? I'm not I don't it takes a lot of energy to get myself together and get out the door and go somewhere and all that. So if I'm going to go see somebody and spend time with somebody, it's going to be somebody I know that's loyal, because if not, let me sit down and watch TV and rest my body for the next thing that I have, you know? Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, and and that's why I mean, after what you have told me and, you know, in days I've seen you were, you know. It's not like you're hungover or anything. Like, you just, your body's tired. Like, it's like the worst hangover you've ever had in your life. But I'm saying, like, I've seen you, like, literally, where you didn't drink the night before, and next day you're just, it, I'm saying it, it would look like somebody would, was just hungover. Yeah, exactly. And you're just tired, you know, and that's just one of the things from it. So that's why, when I think of somebody like Selena Gomez now that I've read more about her, like, the amount, like, you know, like, if she had an acting shoot or a tour like that has to be the most like you said like daunting like like anxiety filled thing for like somebody to have knowing i can't yeah i can't imagine like i could totally understand why she takes a lot of anxiety medication like you know knowing day to day hour by like you always have to like and she you know and on top of it it's not just like a job sitting behind a computer for her she has to be on you know I think I honestly think the end of her like worldwide tours has come. I well, think yeah. she'll still tour, you know, here and there, but I just don't think that she'll be able to. She went to a program in Tennessee that focuses a lot on being outside in the wilderness and animals and there's there's a f- very few programs in the country that are made especially to kind of teach you reteach you how to live because it's the way that you're taught how to live is not how you really can live when you have something like this it's debilitating and um if she really learned from there i think that's a lot to why she hasn't done anything well they probably started telling her like you gotta calm down like you know i mean they told me they made me i remember my parents came to um the hospital i was in and the doctors were there, and they all said that I needed to quit my job. And I was, like, devastated. Mm-hmm. But my job, I knew, was a part of the reason why I got so sick. Mm-hmm. Like, I, uh, my eye had something called optic neuritis, <coughs> where your optic nerve swells. And I let my face droop until my eye went completely blind for about five days because I was too busy with work. Like, mm-hmm. would have saved a lot. If I had done it earlier and I remember thinking I had a stroke because my eye was just all the way like down my face. Like yeah, or like a Bell's palsy kind of thing, like almost like that where your face like, like worse down. than that. Yeah, I uh, when Matt did his podcast and talked about my health. I was shocked and like pleasantly shocked and like very You're honored. Shocked. I told you I was going. To. No, I was very honored because you said that you don't hear me complain, and I think I don't. in my head I complain a lot. I complain a lot more than I no, like to admit to. No, you you don't complain. I mean, I'm saying like I I I've told you from the beginning that if there's something wrong or something bothering you, like 
you got to just tell me, like, because I don't know. I'm, you know, we've been together a few months. Like, I, I don't, I, I can't look and always just like predict or know. Nobody, nobody can. You. But know? I'm just saying. But if I, uh, you know, God willing, we're together. You know, for for a while, like. You know, I'm sure some things I can, you know, will be able to tell over time, you yeah. know, without you saying it. But, you know, so that's why I don't, you, and first of all, you don't complain, like, you know, and you're not, dra- like, over the top, dramatic, anything like that about any of it. But Thank you. But, you In know. In my head, I am. No, you know, I just, there's just some days I know you just, you know, are, are you know, are, are, are having a tough day, so. It's like, um, you know, getting And I like to think I'm small. patient, you know. I think you're very patient. I think your mom told me Matt's a homebody, and I said to myself, thank God. Because I am. I mean. I am a very big homebody. And, you know, there's there was a long time where nobody <sighs> could say the right thing. Like, my parents, they would ask me, how are you feeling? I would freak out on them. Everybody I would freak out on. So. You know? Um, but. You kind of, like, learn to be strong. I mean, the amount of blood work I've had in the past few weeks, and it all came back great. That's amazing. I had an MRI. I had to go in and out of the machine four times. Thank God. <laughs> you know, fell asleep right before, so I don't even remember. Yeah. But, you know, things like that. You get very tired. There's this picture, um, and it always touches me. And it's... uh. It says, if you could see my invisible illness, would you still, would you finally believe I'm in pain? And sometimes yeah. I feel that way about certain people in my family. Like, I don't think that they really get it. But, like, you know, that's what they say the inside looks like. Well, and that, you know, between reading stuff and then, you know, you telling me things and also just seeing it. It's like I have, uh, you know. A, you know, not only a newfound respect for it, I just just a newfound knowledge of certain things, and that's why I said like I, for five years, I did stories every week on different New Jersey charities, and I don't think I ever did one about lupus. Like I just never. No, there's like, only nothing a ever, few. Like nothing ever came across to me, and I, it just was not on my radar, and I and I feel like a schmuck now, in hindsight. But uh, like I just genuinely was like just like ill-informed like i just did not know i didn't know either as i am i remember getting diagnosed i was living in florida and from the second i got there i didn't feel good and this one night i was going i was on like my fifth pee trip you know and your fifth what trip to the bathroom oh and i remember i said to myself something is wrong with me because normal people do not feel like this. Everything just hurt from the mm. second I got there. And it took me nine months to get diagnosed. And I thought that was a long time. And then you read things and it takes people like nine years to get diagnosed. Well, yeah. And I don't even think a lot, like that's the thing. Like I, they're just, you know, you know, this, it's such a phrase that like people overuse, but this is actually a suitable definition. I mean, there really is not enough awareness about it. Like what it looks like, what to look for. I don't think a lot of doctors are prepared for, you know, for no, it. No, and the and doctors mis- mis- misdiagnose things. Like I just feel like the whole thing, like nobody's on the same page. The doctors that are really good too, you can't get in with. Yeah. I mean, 
I had to have three doctors call my doctor to get in with her. They say she's one of the best on the East Coast. I'm supposed to go see somebody in L.A. Just, you know, yes, we, just we had, that it was talked about it at uh, a wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was invited for that. I just want to see, you know, if there's something, anything I can do to be helping like some of the, you know, my legs are covered in bruises. The sun is my biggest enemy. And I used to be the tannest most sun loving person and now like at the meeple i had to go sit in the car for a little bit like mm. the sun I, kills no, me. i got in trouble i didn't know unknowingly <laughs> well i well i think our meeple thing got cut off we'll talk about that in a little bit. no but yeah so i don't know i mean there's like if you go to a breast cancer walk there's like you know Eight thousand people or something that that uh, the walk for addiction got ten thousand people or some crazy number. In the whole state, lupus gets like twelve hundred. Well, well, that's I, why we're gonna make a movement. We're gonna we're gonna I, have a big well, event. I started my own walk last year with um, a friend of mine, Taylor Shubsta, and it was called the Jersey Shore uh, Lupus Walk 2017. We did the Seaside Park boardwalk mm -hmm. and there's about 78 women there and i always keep it all women because men don't other people's boyfriends don't understand so i couldn't walk in it no but i want to do a bowling night so you're not doing another walk i am doing another walk but the walk is always all girls i can't you wouldn't let me go to it to support you i mean i don't i don't care if you like i, I just to wait at the end of it really you you could you could I be thought, a photographer all right i thought you'd want me to help you out or something you could be at the breakfast we always you have really you re wow okay. i'll show you the pictures it's always been all girls i'm because not i'm not look i'm not trying to like just be involved for the hell of it i was trying to you know show some support damn okay I've just always done it all women just because, like okay. I said, other people's boyfriends, they don't get it. I mean, well, you know, I do. I've gotten it as much as I possibly can at this, at, you know, at this point. I know. So we're going to do a bowling night. So I'm not going to walk. Wow. I mean, maybe next year the walk will be co-ed. We're going to have to see because then I think we'd have a, a few hundred people. That's what I'm saying. Like, Luckily, I got the shirt sponsored this year and because um, I always do a fun shirt. And, um, you know, the town didn't really want to let me do it because it was Seaside Heights Beer Fest. Oh. And that's what was more important. And that... You had to hear me. Uh, my sister-in-law, Lauren, was with me. And I basically cursed off the man who works at Seaside at the office until he gave me a place that I could do the walk. I said, you're disgusting. This town is known for heroin. I'm trying to do something for awareness. Now you're going to find me somewhere I can walk or there's going to be a problem. I was going nuts. Because you know what? Like it's, I didn't know what it was. I, I thought it was honestly a form of cancer when I was diagnosed. I had no idea. So the good news, you know, that they say it's not going to kill you. Mm -hmm. But the bad news is you're going to live until your 80s and everything is just going to hurt so damn bad. My, um, my brothers have some friends whose moms had illnesses and never, like, they missed. They never went to a game. They never drove anywhere. I would never, ever, ever do that. Like, I, that is my one goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, I know a lot of people, 
with um, involved in the lupus community now that I've kind of put myself out there on social media and things like that. And um, our surprise announcement is that I am going to be launching my own podcast in a few weeks slash months. I don't know. Within, I would say, by January. What do you think? I I told you, uh, first of all, how talented I think you are with it, and that's just not me saying that. that I genuinely believe that. Without, I'm saying, like, you're not, haven't been, like, vocally trained on this. Um, I think you just get it. I think you just get the concept and, you know, are warm and all that. And share, you know, yourself and can talk about a lot of topics. But, yeah, uh, honestly, you could... We can launch it whenever you are ready. So we'll be launching it soon, and I've already got um, some people that are big in the lupus community that want to come on and talk about it and, you know, things like that because there's – even if it's one person that listens to this that feels better, Mm -hmm. then to me that's a huge thing because I remember (coughs) walking out of a doctor's office in West Palm Beach, Florida by myself, hysterically crying, having – no one that I knew to turn to and no idea what I was getting myself into or what life had gotten me into, basically. So um, with that being said, too, Matt is doing something extremely generous. Um, um, my, would, you, would you like to say it or want me to? Well, you'll see a post on uh, social media. We're going to keep advertising it, but his awesome hats that I'm obsessed with. Um, they are comfortable, right? Can you at least tell me? They tell are, the, and I have to wear a hat. I've been, like they're legit comfortable. Like They're not they're shitty hats. And like I said, I can't go in the sun, so I wear a hat every day. Like I, If they were crappy hats, I'd be like, come on, Matt. Like, they're com- and they get more comfortable yeah they they mold to your head a little bit but um there's a charity called molly's fund um and let me just i'm sorry i don't mean to rant i'm at the end of my lupus talk but uh there's you know the lupus foundation of america they're working really hard on research and there has been nothing Mm. every drug that gets even past phase one nothing i mean plaquenil is from like the 40s it's an anti-malarial drug that's what i take other than that it's oral chemo those are the two options that you have they don't they don't know how to treat it there is nothing that they're coming up with so this site molly's fund um which is where we donated from the other walk they give money to those in need i mean if i didn't have my parents Mm. to help me I'd probably be dead, and I don't want to admit that, like, oh, yeah, my mom and dad. But, I mean, they help me with prescriptions and co-pays and this and, you know, getting me with the best doctors. I And I can attest how often, like, you know, like I'm saying, like, your medicine stuff, like your doctor. I mean, you're very disciplined with it, like— even that is something, you know. It's, I, I learned to be that way because I wasn't. It's impressive to watch. Like, I wasn't that way. And so then once you're in the hospital for six weeks, you learn what you have to do. But you, like I watch you, like what do you usually do? It's Sunday or Monday? Like you it sort depends. Out, sort out all your I did med- it the other day. You yeah. sort it all out, all your medicine. I hate traveling because you have, like with it, because you have to bring all your medicine. So I put mine in a Christian Louboutin shoe case 
so their security. But um, Molly's, Molly's Fund, their mission is to educate the public and inform the medical community about lupus and to advocate for earlier life-saving diagnosis to support those living with lupus and collaborate with government and foundations to fund research towards a cure. So, I mean, they also give, you know, some money to people who need it, who can't put food on the table. So you they're know? helping out in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean— there's a um, mostly minorities are who get lupus, which is you know hmm, I even didn't, I, I didn't I didn't realize that even crazier. There was a basketball coach a few years ago, the Timberwolves, I think. What's what's oh, that team? Oh yeah. Uh, His daughter died of lupus. Huh. She was about twenty something. She was yeah, in the hospital. Yeah. It it's just you know it's definitely not. An easy thing. So this woman, Molly, who started this in 2007, I mean, she's she's a lifesaver. She does videos all the time. and Yeah, um, well, which is what we got to try to, you know, we got to try to get, like, I, you know, I, and just a little background. I just put it up. Like, I was, I was actually just thinking over the weekend. Last mm-hmm. week, you know, you know I watch a lot of news probably too much. You're, you know, you've dealt with that. But, um. Just all that shit with the, you know, the four soldiers from, you know, who were, who got ambushed in Niger and all the fallout from all of that was just, like, too much. Like, it, it really just, like, was just, like, upsetting to, like, see all that, you know, just the whole circumstances and then to watch it, the politicization of it. Like, I was just thinking, I'm like, you know what, like... Like, I, I first thought of the Gold Star families. Like, imagine getting that friggin' call. Now, um, you're going to think I'm so dumb. What? Is Gold Star families all military families or only if they're, like, a sergeant? Gold Star families if they, is if they lose somebody. Okay. So, I mean, all military families go through a lot of strain. But, you know, Gold Star family, like, that's a pretty, that's a sacred thing. And I can't imagine, like, you know. It's it's something especially it's something you bait you sign up for, and you're putting as your, Trump said, you know what I was getting into. I know, and, and I'm not gonna like. Um, I, I, did, I didn't mean no, it no, like no, no, that. No, 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 no. I know. I'm saying I know. I, 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 you know how many episodes I've had to delete of myself, myself ranting, and I, I'm just, I'm, I'm staying away from that for this right now. But, um, just the whole circumstances just really did upset me. Like it, it was so. No, but I was just looking over. Like, whatever. There's probably like 10 or 15 hats left of the last batch I got of those. So we were doing 25 a hat. Like, literally, the hats cost like $23 to make. So it's not like, it's not for money. Like, it was more, you know, I'm saying like the hat sales. Like, it's just to get them, you know, spread the word around, let people wear them. So I was just thinking, I'm like, all right, you know what? Just to see if get a little momentum going. It's not going to be any like outrageous amount of money but i was thinking all right make the hats thirty dollars each and i thought first you know the gold star families and i was thinking about you know i wanted to be able to do something with lupus for you um you know that's why i asked you what was like a reputable lupus foundation and they're um they're on the west coast i'm actually like reading right now and i definitely want to find something local or yeah. ideally start my own it's just own. the several times that i've tried to do it then i've ended up really sick in between and i never followed through but um like for some of these families on the west coast they give food 
rent or mortgage assistance, yeah, like utility like payments, child care, prescription payments, like things like that, that there's people who without means can't cover Yeah, like month. I just like, no, it's, without it's, it, those people would see, die. And it sucks. Cause like I said, like this wasn't on my radar, but like, like when I did the, what's so great about the garden state segments, those are the types of places I would pick all the time, like a grassroots organization where, you know, they don't have tons of money coming in, but like they help like patients, you know, in New Jersey with like day to day stuff or like help alleviate people who are going through some shit. Like, I, I don't know. Those stories always kind of got me. So, yeah, yeah, you told me about it. I said right, I look I read over their stuff. It seemed legit. So. We, that's why so half of every hat it's not profit just half of the money from the hats half to molly's fund half to um what's uh fallen patriots or, or children of fallen patriots but it's fallenpatriots.org molly's fund is molly'sfund.org yeah and i just want to say if anybody um and we'll post if you ones. are dealing with any of those autoimmune diseases that I just mentioned, because they're all pain, they're all unpredictable, they're all different. Um, please feel free to reach out to me, uh, Jenna dot Ferlise, F like Frank, E R L I S E, at gmail.com. Um, or you'll get my social media and all that later, uh, but email would be the best way to get in touch about this. So, yeah, and, and you know, and we'll start from there. And again, obviously, it's not going to be a ton of a ton of money donated, but it's it's something. And then I'm hoping from there, you know, if we get rid of all the hats, right, whatever it is, 15, 20 hats, say, um, that the next step maybe, you know, get people to match a portion of what we're throwing in there, you know, or get like a company to match, you know, things like that, like to just get a little. You know, a little momentum going, see what happens. I, um, yeah, like I put at um, our store last year for the walk, uh, TNT Coast car dealership, as well as um, Tom's River Marine Motorsports sponsored our shirts. And um, thank God, because there were 78 shirts, so I ordered like 80 or something like that, and I would not have been able to afford that. Um, <coughs> but I put like a little sign up in our store, Tom's Room Marina Motorsports, and like people didn't even acknowledge it really. Most of the, I, there was yeah, this one man um, that's a really good customer of ours, and his brother has it. And he said to me, When I first met you, you were so much bigger than this, and now you're so tiny, and then you keep fluctuating, and that's what my brother does. And it's like, yeah, so people should not comment on anyone's weight, especially if they're sick and on medication. I mean, it's like up, down, up, down. So um, men with lupus, it's only 10%. 90% is women. So, mm. I mean, I can't even imagine how alone they feel. No, it's it. it, it and it, like I said, it's just a lot of people don't get it. And I, I'll admit, I you know, there's still probably sometimes I don't even fully get it. And I'm trying. I don't know if you, I don't think that I fully get it. But. I'm saying, like, I, you know, not to toot my own horn. I have genuinely attempted to learn as much as possible. So and he's done I, an amazing job, except for that last night. My legs hurt so bad, and he just kept rubbing them. I was trying to be nice. He was just trying to be so nice and cute, and my legs hurt so bad. When I go to get a pedicure, if I go to um, one of the 
local walk-in salons, I'll be like, you know, no legs, just just mm. feet. And they'll be like, it's the same price. Like, okay, I understand it's the same price. <laughs> so, so, okay, so I can't come to the lupus walk. Like, no, okay, no leg. All right. I, you, you gotta you gotta give me a list of rules. Well, my legs are just I mean okay, they're that's a mess. That's but yeah, so I don't know. I don't remember the last day that I felt normal. I don't remember what it was like to not be in any pain. And when you realize that, that's kind of when it's like sad. So just, not one day. There's there's not one day where I'm not in any pain. Every you know every step like hurts. Lifting things, I think. My arms are very muscular, and it's, like, when I carry, like, if I carry groceries in from the car, like, that's, like, lifting weights for me. Like, I have, like, muscular arms. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, python's going Yeah, around. so everybody better watch out. <laughs> yeah, you might be playing for Big Blue soon. They're running out of players. No. <laughs> no, you're out. Let's go Big Blue. No, I mean, if there's any athletes that have lupus, they always have to take a step back. You can't. You can't keep going, but there's so many things that, you know, with work and it affects a lot. So I don't know the, you know, I'm not going to dwell on it on my own podcast every single week, but it is just on mine. No, but okay, it is something okay. that's really important. And yeah, I um, agree. I, I don't think there's nearly enough attention paid for it. And I'm not there's saying that. No, there's no awareness. Like my, uh, uh, my great aunt, they believe had it. Um, but she died in like 1994. They didn't diagnose it then. They didn't start diagnosing it till the mid 2000s. So yeah, so it's they they barely know anything. Oh, they know nothing. My do- my doctor, she goes to all kinds of different conferences and this and that, and she'll come back and I'll say, you know, how was how was Boston? Like anything new on the horizon? And she's like, no. The good news is unreal. The good news is, especially good news for you, Matt, um, now, you know, 80% of women have babies and they, you know, everything's fine and normal where, you know, used to be that nobody could. But it used to be that you'd live like six months. So I do a lot of reading. My mom says I do too much reading, but my doctors say that you can never do too much reading. Okay. So I don't know. So am I still uninvited from this from your walk if you have it or? Listen, Matt. If we're gonna make this a co-ed walk, you're gonna have I'm to. I'm not really saying to make out. it a co-ed walk. I was trying to help. I'll, 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 I'll Oh, work. you want to be like you want to be. I'll do like... anything. I was saying I was trying to support you. I oh. said, I'll, I'll, I'll help the freaking table out front. I was trying. Oh, to... Matt's gonna help. Okay. I was trying to be nice. I, that and, we and you can do. Okay. You like you're like no no guys allowed. I'm like okay. So. I'll, I was just trying to help. I'm not I don't know help. where a group picture is of this, like, but like, look, it's just always all girls. Um, okay, th- and that's fine. I, I'm, I don't. I so I just I don't want to mess up with your camaraderie and all. I'm not trying to do that. I was just trying to help. That's it. I, You're the sweetest. I, I'll. I'm saying I'll lift and move stuff and get out of the way. I was just trying to help you out. There that's was. Um, that was it. Yeah, like I said, I no mean, intentions. I'm thinking of a few people off the top of my head. Um, friends of mine, like their boyfriends, excuse me, or husbands, and like 
if I don't want to go out that night or something and they don't want to go out either, so then they can use me as the excuse. Mm. They, they're like, are you serious? Like, come on, let's go out. Jenna, you're visiting for one night. Like, yeah, but traveling here just took every single thing out of me, you know? Mm. So... I don't know. I stopped doing the um, South Jersey walk because I always had the biggest team. I always raised the most amount of money, and it was so hard to sign up. So I don't know. Um, I've got some of my connections through reality TV and all that who are interested in being a part of the next fundraiser as well. So hopefully we can get that going. That's definitely going to be one of my New Year's resolutions. <laughs> we'll push it till January. <laughs> well, I... Uh Obviously, I will help. Uh, I'll help blow out any event that you need help with. You're the best. Oh yeah, I'm I just, love you. I'm just fantastic. I love you. I love you too. So I'm glad we kind of got Actually, that. I, out wait, of hold the way. on. I'm trying to think. Wait, let, yeah. What? Um, and again, those details. We'll post both those on our Facebook page, Matt Fazlepour, or at Matt Fazlepour on Twitter, Jenna. I'm Jennifer Lease on and, Facebook and, and on Twitter. Um, Ferlice Navidad. At Ferlice Navidad. Yes. And you know you love it. Yes. More to come with that. That's a whole other thing. Um, I'm trying to think what else I what else happened. Well, there? so there's a lot of things that went on this week actually. Um, Chelsea Handler. Yes. Her show got canceled. Well, I and don't you know. know what, it, it, was it definitely canceled? Her show's canceled, and you know what? <coughs> I, I'm i sorry. Okay, I was the biggest Chelsea Handler fan. I mean, I, me and my friends, used this one summer, we started watching her every single night when we lived down in Wildwood together, and, like, we would just, like, have our own round table after we would joke. I was, I've read every single one of her books. I have them autographed. I was a huge Chelsea Handler fan. So on my birthday... She was playing in Brooklyn. A friend of mine, her mom won tickets on the radio. She asked me to go, but it was right after graduation from college. Wasn't sure if I'd be home, yada, yada, yada. So I ended up being home. So I'm like, all right, me and my other friend are going to go on. We're going to buy tickets to go to Chelsea Handler and join our two friends. There was no tickets under $200. And I'm sorry. I thought that was disgusting. Mm. Chelsea, you're not. You're like, who do you think you are? So you know what? Now you're, you got... You stop dating your boss, so then you move to Netflix, and, and 50 cent. you're not funny anymore. Like, and the whole feud with Jennifer Aniston, they're saying, is really what put the kibosh on it. Like, her A-list friend, like, that's all done. She doesn't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, Sorry, Chels. But, but I, I, I have I, I, been I, I, liking her show. Well, yeah, no, I I thought the show on Netflix was there was some funny stuff. I don't I don't have the history you do. I'm not gonna pretend to, but um, I mean she still has a deal with Netflix though. She said she's trying to get involved in political activism, but is filming some kind of documentary. So I don't know what I don't know if that's a, just a downgrade of what the contract was, or if they're just letting they're, her, her. I let don't know. Her. They're saying her show. They're saying it's over. It's done. So I don't know, but I mean, I don't know. I, I I think I could see her doing this for like a year, year and a half, like this, you know, little activism. 
betrayal. Well, that they're saying that people don't really care what she has to say well, about because politics. she's never been involved in it. So, you know, she's not to... really educated. I mean, she talks about how she never really went to school. So she, I think she's trying to learn on the fly and, you know, get involved in this. But her thing. books were very funny. Like, yeah, that's well, who my I sister miss. was very into those. I know she. she I miss those. like that's the Chelsea that I miss. I my friends and I, we would sit around. We would we were living in Wildwood and man, we would have the funniest round table and like Heather McDonald. I've met Heather McDonald, hung out with her one night. She was awesome. She mm-hmm. she claims that those stories that she told about Chelsea were true. Like that, like she was literally the boss from hell. Mm-hmm. Some of the other comedians I liked, Joe Coy, um, Josh Wolf, like if several people got their star on her show. Yeah. And so I don't know if maybe if she would come back and be funny and normal and stop trying to think that she's, you know, going to be running for Senate, people would be interested. But for what she's talking about right now, people are not. They don't care what she has to say. Yeah, I I think it's a little phase she's going through. Uh I, I think you'll see her back on Netflix at some point. I, I, you know, I think I don't know if she'll have her own show though. You know, they have so much. You don't. They have so much money. They don't care. They just want. But they fu- they they fi- they ended her show. They said but, her show. Still, but they're still producing something though. They're gonna. Produce, How do you know this? They're gonna produce a. Do- I read the the press release. They're gonna produce a documentary about this. Thing, this Maybe because she signed on for a few years. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, I mean, even all right. So even if they don't give her the show in the current form, like her it, show's so bad, they don't want her. Yeah, I'm just saying, you never know. Like they, they just have a lot of money, so like they don't mind burning it sometimes. Just like she hasn't written any books lately. Like write a book. What that was well, she was known for her I, funny I, books. I, maybe she will. I'm saying, but that's the thing. She but could maybe do, she will, but it's been like four years. But now. she could do this political thing, and you know, maybe get inspired by some idea and write a book, and she could write, be right back there. Who knows? You I know mean, who else could do a political thing? This girl right there at the president's podium. Wow! <laughs> Picture of me at the Look wax at you museum. All tanned up. Look at you. I used to be very tan, and then. You know, I'm not. (laughs) Now I'm not. Um, So Chelsea, RIP to that. But, you know, maybe now we can get tickets to your show for under $200 because you're nerdy and obnoxious. um, There was one other thing I wanted to ask you. It's not it's I guess it's within the pop culture realm, not about celebrities. Ask me. have you read the rumor that there's a big freakout going on, especially in states with uh, that have uh, marijuana laws legal or, you know, mm-hmm. loose, that they're scared that their uh, families are going to be giving out edible marijuana treats to kids? This is this is like what we were saying before. Like, nobody gives away, like, their edibles. That's what I'm they're... saying. Like, that was, like... That's always the mark that's missed. Like, I've covered stories on it. I remember the after-school specials. I remember the things they said. That's the mark they always miss, though. Like, they think, like, you know, like, somebody's going to offer you free drugs and then, like, bully you that if you don't take them. That's not what happens. I, I mean, I hope my parents don't listen to this. I don't think they will. Um, Are you sure you should just in case? They, my doctor, you know, I um, I don't take pain meds, but I'm all about medical marijuana. I read a lot about it. You know, as soon as yes, I'm it has its... living on my own, that's, you know, 
that's the way I'm trying to go because it's like a natural way. And you're gonna go leave it in a medical marijuana facility? No, but oh, I'm no. saying, you know, in New Jersey, in New Jersey, there's a lot of they don't Laws. give anybody edibles. No. You have to have all these other things, whatever. I know people in Connecticut that used to get edibles, and I mean the way that they would describe the way they would go about their day, like for certain people it works. If you're somebody who never smoked before, no, it's not gonna work. But let me tell you, my doctor said something about, you know, we were discussing it. And I said, no, I haven't had any. They're too hard to get right now. And she was laughing so hard. So, no, people aren't giving them away. And, and no, of course not. And But that, it's just it's always amazing. Like, you know, when people say things like that, like, oh, you, you know, you got to work. It's always parents, too, who I have no yeah, idea. You know, what I mean, like, whatever. Like, if you want to say, like, all right. There's some asshole who's giving out, like, putting, like, a razor blade in a piece of candy. Like, I'd be like, all right, like, there's sick people out there. Nobody's just giving away drugs. Like, Especially, just... like, the the edible gummy. The no. kids, some of the older kids are probably hoping for it. The high yeah, schoolers yeah. are like, you the, know. Those are not getting given away. No. Like, it, it, and that's the thing. I mean, yeah, so many parents and just people, they just miss the mark on some of this stuff, you know, again, it's in the drug issue, especially in New Jersey, it's complex. But that when I saw that article, I'm like, come on, like who who's giving that away? Like, no that, one. that is the last thing to ever be concerned about. No. Um, and I guess I, I, I mean, you can't even bring those. They're too risky, I think, even to travel with. And like people from coming home from Colorado. I've and, heard of yeah, people and Nevada now. And I've heard of people that go through these extremes. I mean, like they unwrap every candy, then they rewrap. I mean, when I yeah. when I came home from California, I was like, no, that would be that would be way too much. But um, when I got when I got my card there, my friends were like, all right, it'll be real quick in and out, whatever. Well, of course, the doctor's son was one of, you know, the 8% of guys that have fibromyalgia. I was in the doctor's office for like two hours. My friends were like, are you kidding me? Everyone out, there's been 20 people that came and gone, and you got to be in there for all that time. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, and as you said before, I, speaking of that, the topic, I do have to still find a Halloween costume. Wait, that's what I wanted to show you. Oh, boy. So, I'm um, being a unicorn for Halloween. Matt's nephew, Benny, who is Why don't you be like my what, spirit what animal? What if we take yours one step further? Why don't you be like cuz why don't you be the unicorn Starbucks drink? No. Okay. I'm going to get gems on my face. I What is uh, what uh, I, I just want to be comfortable. Okay. So look at the last time I dressed up for Halloween. And then I've got something that adds to this, too. Look at that costume. JWoww. I got so angry. We had a big party. I threw cups, and it was the only time I pushed someone. I've really gotten into character. Hey, you're like, like you're look like, at the uh, earrings. It was like, more fun yeah. to shop for the costume than it was to have you're the You're like uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Like You're like right in character. Like You don't. Yeah, like I couldn't help it, but so, so then. So if I was a like a taco, what what would like I don't how would I get into character? I don't know what I, what would I act like. I just, just like I, drip. It was just a cool taco costume, but so Buzz, I didn't like that one. It was lame. We're finding you something. Can I be Ric Flair again? 
Tomorrow we're finding you something. What if I just be Ric Flair? I have the costume. No, no, the, nobody knows who that is. Yes, they do. Okay, he can, okay. People know who Ric Flair is. Why don't you be a male unicorn? I don't. I don't even know what that means. There's all kinds of onesies at Target. I don't want to wear a onesie. <laughs> all right, we'll find you something. I, I'm saying I could be Ric Flair. Okay, be Ric Flair. Trust me, it's a great costume. Okay. Why won't you trust me? I am trusting you. I am actually fascinated, though, by this thing I found on BuzzFeed that I sent you about. It was secrets about behind the scenes of the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. Um... So they were like, I'll go through a few of these. Is my my uncle involved in any of these? I don't know. We'll see. It says um, Snooki claimed it was like being in jail for two months. Yeah. Okay. Um, This one was interesting, though. They are only allowed one private phone call per week. The rest had to be. Per week? Yep. The rest had to be filmed on the duck phone for the show. Oh, okay. Um, to make sure the cast couldn't communicate off camera, producers forbid them from writing notes to each other. Say it on camera or get the fuck out. Drinking <laughs> um, alcohol is one of the few things they were allowed to do in the house. Took about 30 to 50 days to shoot each season. Mm-hmm. The duck film was found at a thrift store. Um... The roof was not on their house. It was on the T-shirt shop. Now, see, like, for us, we know this whole area. But whenever my friends would come, like, from somewhere else or something, and I would take them, they would be fascinated. Mm -hmm. It was originally pitched as a competition about who could live the most Guido lifestyle. Mm -hmm. There were going to be elimination style challenge. (laughs) Thank God it didn't turn out like that. This is interesting. Police barricades had to be put up around the house to prevent people. Whenever the cast was working at the t-shirt shop, people would line up for hours to get in. I actually remember seeing that. So do I. It was pretty sad. Um, let's see. When Snooki finished her audition, she became an instant favorite among the casting team. They were not allowed to watch TV, read, or listen to music. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's most reality yeah. shows do that because they want you to talk and not, like, you know, zone out for the next eight hours of watching, <laughs> like, you know, the Gaga documentary. Which actually, you know what? We got to talk about that again because I know it got cut off before. If we can briefly go back into that, that and our meeple thing got cut off before. Lady Gaga is on crazy drugs. M-E-S-S. She is a But now mess. she feels pretty enough to not have to wear those crazy costumes. Okay, but... So, but right. she looked a mess. Like, like, she's Britney Spears 2007. Britney must be looking at her like, okay. She's on everything. Like... She's got fibromyalgia, so she's on pain meds. She smokes 12 joints a day. Blunts to... I think they were joints, like dark rolling papers. It said joints. They were blunts. Okay, blunts. Um, she, her manager, and somebody else was on Molly at her co- at her. Uh, oh yeah, remember that? Yeah, that was like. But I mean, like, literally, anytime something stressful happened, she got in the car and had a had a blunt or and joint. And like, in it her wasn't hand. in California. You know, everybody has their card. All the famous people. But. 
She was in New York. I'm like, how did and, she? And it was very odd because you can't cross state borders, unfortunately. I know this firsthand. She And it wasn't like she was just like sitting there smoking and passing it around. She was like hogging it. <laughs> no, it was like her. It looked like it was a cigarette, but it was her blunt. Basically, like that was how she treated every single thing. I mean, like she's a mess. I and it said she was close with her family, which shocked me because my family would be like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, she is very close with, and I so I'd always read too. So I thought, all right, maybe she smokes a little pot. Fine. She's on everything. She's got everything going on. She's admitted. Um, I was reading some things after that. She's a drug addict. Yeah. Um, I'd second that. Like that's a full. She out. says she can't get creative unless she's high. Oh. I don't think she can handle doing anything unless she's high. Like, she was, like, uh, I don't even know how to describe that situation. I mean, I, I, I expected a good amount of drug use. Not I didn't bad. expect not as bad. much as they not showed that, on the though. show. Not yeah. that. Yeah. And I, and, oh, I figured, like, you know, since they're giving them such access, I thought, like, they'd tell, like, the director, like, all right, look, like, we will give you, you know, full access, but... You can't air that much of her drug use. Yeah, something like that. Like that, you know, like I thought there'd be some kind of like detente there, and the, uh, but I kind of respect that she was herself. She on didn't it. give a fuck. I thought it was a great documentary. I thought so too, but she's got some issues, and uh, you know, whatever she's got going on, she's kicking the can down the road a little bit because some at some point that's going to become a problem. You can't use every single drug to that level and just be like cool like you, you know you'll, i think it's already out. taken that's all i mean well <laughs> yeah. she's a mess and that's another one you know like she schedules these dramatic world tours and all this stuff like they yeah with everything she's got going on and the, the, she's i mean did you see the what they were doing with the ice and the like i can't even look at it. Yeah, i can't think like, about it know. it makes me really sad because well, i can imagine that's how it would make you feel better but like she, too, she's going to have to stop touring. I mean, she thought she had lupus. Then she said she didn't have lupus. She has fibromyalgia. Um, it's all yeah. painful. Well, and I think that was part of, again, they didn't say that. But they did, apparently. So we must have missed it. Well, it must I, well, have been when you were well, talking. <laughs> oh, I love him so much. I, I give, her, uh, give her a show, a podcast. I give her microphones to be able to do it at home if she needs to give her all these things still get my get i love my... him well i'm sorry if we missed it i'm sorry if i made a joke about her you know but um i do think though i think she needs combi- help I, th- I think she does need help but i think the combination of the uh her condition whatever it is and the amount of drugs she's taking oh is uh it was the real reason of why she had that like stripped down album and did like the bar tour, you know, just to like calm it down a little bit because I don't know, something just seemed way, way off about her. Like she, she was on a different plane last, you know, watching that. So I I don't know. She's got some, uh, she's got some serious issues. (laughs) So I wish her the best on that note. We'll be right back with the Maddie fast podcast. The Maddie Faz Podcast with your host, the one and only Maddie Faz. We'll be right back.
What's up, everybody? Maddie Faz here. I can't thank you enough for the support you've shown the podcast, as well as Pretty Fuzzy Productions. It keeps us going every single day. And I say this because things are happening fast here at the studios. First, we're about to start and quickly complete a brand new state-of-the-art recording area. And plenty more details coming up on that. You've also heard the news that the love of my life, Jenna, soon have her own podcast. It's going to be an absolute home run, taking the pop culture world and reality world by storm. I'm working on locking down some huge guests of my own before we reach Thanksgiving and Christmas. We have even more amazing shows and new programming in the works. Not quite the holidays yet, but I'm pretty friggin' happy and excited about what's to come for Pretty Fuzzy Productions. Please continue to give us your feedback, subscribe to our shows, rate us, and rank us. Pretty Fuzzy would be more like a tad linty without our fans. So thank you and just buckle up as we close out 2017 and get ready to head into 2018 because next year is going to be the fuzziest year yet. And if you don't know what that means, I don't really know either. I don't, I'm still trying to figure out what words uh, the kid used these days. Lit? It's going to be really lit or 100 or whatever other things I'm way behind on. But on a real note, hopefully I applied that one right. We're going to churn out compelling podcasts, new types of content we haven't even dreamed up yet. I dare you to doubt us, but we've been building towards 2018 and are ready for the year of Pretty Fuzzy Productions. podcast with your host the one and only maddie faz welcome everybody back to another episode of the maddie faz podcast see how do you like the new uh fancy schmancy uh intros outros i told you lots of stuff going on here and uh i know i i promised it for many weeks she was very tough to get a hold of and very my agent yeah, she's a- <laughs> I, I i couldn't even reach her i, I don't know she's so secretive i I couldn't even find her, um, you know. But I did promise uh, the the lovely love of my life, Jenna, for mm. many weeks. Uh, but uh, you know, she uh, she she had too much going on. Uh, but here she is. So, Jenna, thank you for uh, coming on. Finally, thank you for having me, mm. um, and kind of letting me chat about mm. some of the things, you know. That I wanted to chat about. So, um, like I said before, I am going to launch my own podcast um, with the help of Maddie Faz, of we're course. We're still working on it. We're yes. in the lab, as, as the kids say, we're in the lab right now. <laughs> yeah, we're practicing. So, anyway, um, pop culture, reality TV, that's my forte. I know a l- way too much about it. I know way too much about what goes on behind the scenes. Some of these seasons I'm not even enjoying because I already knew the whole thing. And when you hear it from one perspective and watch it after they edit it, it's very different. Um, so just kind of wanted to go through some of the Bravo shows because that's where I specialize in and just see if anybody who listens to this um, is interested in all that and, you know, just kind of get caught up before 
I start on my own show. So um, and you are gonna have some good interviews. It's not just gonna be like oh your no own. no we've got some great interviews already lined up. People behind the scenes, people that you wouldn't expect, mm. um, in front of the camera, people. So it's um, you know we've got some Skype people from out even in California that are Actually, willing to be can on. Can I it? put in one before you start your thing? Can I just put in my own one request? Yeah. Because obviously, whatever the real housewife shows, I, I can I can tolerate them, and I and I li- actually like the Jersey one. I'll give. However, I don't watch all of them, and I don't clearly know. As you much don't as need you. to. But I do love Top Chef. I love Top Chef. So if there's anything you can do involving that, guests, news, anything, I'm down. Okay. I have not even thought about how to make that possible. I don't even know when the next one is. But I think we should look into it. Okay, I got to see when the next one is. I mean, Padma, all I love about Padma is that she said that she got, that she gains 15 pounds every single time that they... I can imagine. um, ...are filming, so... But if you can do anything with that, that would be... uh... Okay. Early birthday present. We'll look into it. Okay. Anyways, continue. Um, is, the floor is yours. Okay. So, um, kind of going in alphabetical order here. Real Housewives of Atlanta. I don't know anybody. Um, if you watch that, everybody knows Nene Leakes. I mean, Matt, you've heard of Nene, correct? Yeah, I, I told you, my dad used to watch the Real Housewives of Atlanta. God, I love. <laughs> I'm, I not, love I'm not kidding either. I love this man. I have never met him. He's right and behind you. He's right behind you. I love him. So Nini was doing a stand-up comedy. You know, Nini, I get Trump checks and all that. Sh- is that light yes. bothering you? That light is really bothering me, yes. Change it. You Thank keep you. Going. Um, somebody in the audience was heckling her, and she told them that she hoped they got raped by the Uber driver on the way home. Um, so she has been fired from a lot of gigs. Nobody on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta wants to film with her, which I do think is kind of a joke because, I mean, come on, those girls have done some bad things to each other. Everybody's gotten physical, this, that, the other thing. Um, they say that was the final straw in canceling fashion police. I mean, so this is really messing with her career. She's claimed to have had a breakdown um following that and you know is trying to show remorse but it's uh i don't know this could be the end of nini after that and uh she's also in a war right now with kim zolciak and her minion daughter brielle who is just this can't stand she does nothing um over race uh you know kim's uh they're saying kim and brielle are racist Brielle is saying that there were roaches in Nini's house. So basically, the new season of Atlanta um, is starting, I think, maybe not this coming Sunday, the next Sunday. And it's supposed to be really good. And Kenya Moore, who's been my most hated housewife for years, is apparently getting demoted and will be gone. So thank you. Bravo. Um, Beverly Hills right now, they're filming. Um Eden Sassoon is not back. There's somebody named Terry Mellencamp. Do you know who that is, Matt? Terry Mellencamp? Yes. Uh, I don't know if she's... 
John Mel. What, what, what's the what's the franchise? Beverly Hills. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I know John Mellencamp. I don't know if that's like a former wife or something. Let's see. She's related to uh, something. But um, Camille Grammer from season one is filming. Um, Adrian Maloof is back in, I believe, a part-time role. Um, Brandy Glanville is still talking, even though she's not involved. Eileen Davidson is gone. We've got Lisa Brenner's daughters taking over the uh, model industry. And David Foster um, is a dick because he left his wife when she was sick, and now he's dating someone much younger. So I haven't heard anything about Kim Richards filming or not. That I'm not sure. Um, thank God Erica Jane, whom I'm obsessed with, is back. Um if you have not read Yolanda's book yet, I mean, I didn't finish it, but I definitely recommend reading some of it because it's uh, it's really good. And um, all right, so let's look her up. What's her name? Terry Mellencamp. She's blonde. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Teddy, Teddy Joe Mellencamp. Um, she has musical roots. Teddy Joe Mellencamp. Uh, <clears throat> I don't. I, it's got to be. Maybe he's John Mellencamp. She is the daughter of '80s rocker John Cougar there Mellencamp. But she's not riding her father's coattails. Oh, I'm sure. Um, Eden Sassoon. Um, okay, if Lara was here, the girl I write with, she would say it best. I got played by Eden Sassoon. She was a kookadook. Um, but and, not in the beginning. She's related to Vidal Sassoon. Vidal Sassoon. Awesome. I called him Vital on the phone to her. I called him Vital Assassin. Vital Assassin. Sounds Vital like it sounds Assassin. like a game I'm gonna like get my nephews for Christmas. So the ladies have been all <coughs> over. I mean, they've been in Vegas. Um, I can't stand Dorit or PK, and Dorit has bangs now. So everybody, get ready for that. Looks like Teddy has a little bit of an older husband with a very cute... Oh, no, never mind. That's her dad. She has a daughter. Um, so, I don't know. We're going to have to see. But hopefully they find somebody new that sticks and is uh, as good as an addition to the show as Erica Jean was when she first joined. So now uh, Real Housewives of Orange County is on right now. And I spoke to some people behind... Um, some of my sources today, and everybody agrees... This is a snooze fest. Megan King Edmonds. Were you a fan of Jim Jim Edmonds? I told. I mean, he did was, he smile? Like, does he know how to smile? Um, He's a dick. He was more of like the gritty type kind He's, of player. He never played on any of my favorite teams. He was a good player though. Like, I mean, he can't even watch his baby. She had to bring her baby on the yeah, girls. He trip. takes That's himself weird. a little serious. Kelly Dodd was man spilling the tea last night on Andy's show, saying. All kinds of stuff that Vicky said about the DeBros, which, um, you know, Heather DeBro is not on this season. Shannon Bedore, she just needs to go as well. But I feel bad because a lot of the sites are making fun of her for being out of shape. Kelly Dodd is getting uh, divorced. She's ready to start dating. Um, and the biggest thing to me, I like this new uh, Peggy woman. I believe there's more behind the story that people are saying she's homophobic i like her i hope she's back next season but i'm not counting on it vicky's daughter brianna culberson um 
her lupus is really not under control yet and they're having a really hard time with it um and i've actually gotten some really nice emails from her and from her husband that they've asked me not to post so when i was still writing i didn't but um it was nice to know that they read some of the articles and appreciated somebody with the experience you know expressing empathy to them so on to dallas um i'm behind on dallas from there's what this I, many going at the same time um atlanta didn't start yet i'm saying it's i'm all saying between yet. filming and airing yeah, they, yeah they're all going christ um i do believe that mark duber uh is um swings both ways mark duber mark duber i i like Leanne, I know I'm in the minority, but I like her. But I thought that Andy was really mean to her and Kelly last night on Watch What Happens Live. Um, the two new additions, they were they were all right, but they need to bring an opinion. Brandy needs to go. Stephanie, the wannabe, and Carrie needs to go. This whole this whole franchise needs to get scrapped. Let's go somewhere else, please. Um, Real Housewives of Potomac season three is actually filming right now. Um, I do know Robin Giselle. And Ashley are back. Um, as for Karen Huger, I would pray not, but you never know. Um, Katie Host or Roast or whatever the heck her name was, the one who left, who was so boring. Um, I heard she's coming back for a little bit. Um, yeah, so that's kind of it with I'm not watching if Potomac. I'm not watching. I don't really I, like I'm Potomac. I have no idea. Potomac was boring. <laughs> I, don't, I know, like... Real Housewives of New York is currently filming, and we may be going to an event where they are at, which I'm really hoping for. Uh, everybody is back this season, which I'm actually shocked, because, like, even Ramona, like, so boring. But for season 10, they really want to bring it. Um, Bethany is currently in the middle of her stalking uh, lawsuit with Jason, who just pled guilty earlier this week. Um... Which, um, uh, who, wait, who's Jason? Is that her ex-husband? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Jason Frankel? No, Jason Hoppy. Okay, but she was married before, what, she was married to... No, she was never married. Is she related to the horse fam racing family? Mm-mm. Okay. Never mind. There's a famous trainer in New York named Bobby Frankel, that's why I asked. Oh, anyway, gotcha. All right, Oh, just real quick, back to Potomac, um... All about the Real Housewives, my girl Lara did come up with, actually, she found out the cast. It's Giselle, Charisse, Ashley, Monique, and Katie, while Karen and Robin are going to be demoted. I liked Monique. Um, I liked her, especially when I talked to her on the phone. Um, Chris Samuels, his wife. Chris Samuels? Yeah, the football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife, so she was pretty nice. Mm -hmm. um real housewives of miami is done although leah black and real mr housewife want to keep thinking it's coming back it's not however they are right now casting from what i saw for either real housewives of boca or real housewives of palm beach so they they want to be in florida they know there's the money there they know that they've got it's the glitz gonna, the it's glam gonna be an extension of new york and new jersey down exactly there. exactly um okay and finally okay Vanderpump rules. <laughs> so now I'm finally. Um, Sheena and her boyfriend broke up, and um, 
a few of us laughed. I'm sorry. We had to. You get to you don't start dating someone before you're divorced and like say you're gonna marry him before you're even divorced. So that stinks. Uh Jax and Brittany are broken up. Um they say this is a really good season, so I'm not sure exactly when that will return, but they've been filming for a while now, so we'll see. Yeah. And finally, my favorite, um, Real Housewives of New Jersey. Uh where we're from, we've kind of got a lot of we're right in the middle and we've got kind of a lot of connections to different people amongst the cast. And um, right now, Dull Oris, D-U-L-L Oris, she needs to go. Um, I yeah, She's annoying. I've been back and forth with Siggy. She doesn't like the flicker flip. But I mean, my girl Margaret came up with soggy flicker, which is even better. Um, I am loving Melissa this season, and I wasn't sure what she would bring to the table, but, um, I spoke to her today. TR. TR, TR's finest, and said, you know, like, I wasn't sure where she'd fit in with this dynamic, because she's a bit younger than everybody else. Um, but she's fitting in great. I thought the cake fight was funny. I thought Teresa was letting loose. I'd be so happy if my friend had been going through all that shit and finally was letting loose and threw a little bit of cake on the ground. I'd get up and throw more. So Siggy, you need to go as well. Um, when you get a bad edit like that, in my opinion, it means they're phasing you out. The only thing that I can think yeah. of, of why they would bring her back is number one, she's got a good lawyer negotiating for her and number two if she starts to write another book so she's uh she her like whole thing with the cake and yeah the, the in like the way she walked into that restaurant wendy like, wendy that rest that, that her, she walked in like she was like jay-z like walking into the well, 40 40 club the other thing is they're not Lying. allowed to talk about being on a reality show However, on Watch What Happens Live, she talked about being on a reality show, saying that they got held up at the hotel and and all this stuff. So I don't know. She's broken a lot of Sirens Media's rules and such lately, so mm. I'm not sure. Now, is that Andy's company? Or? No. Okay, it's a um, Like, Evolution um, Media produces some of them. Yeah. Sirens is who does... New Jersey. Um, sure. But what's weird is that Jersey in the past has been up to 24 episodes. It's 12 this season. They hmm. cut off a whole month of filming. They filmed before Teresa's mom died. Um, so I went back and looked at some of my exclusives, and they were way before the Florida trip, but then they introduced Danielle and Margaret on the Florida trip. So far, so good with Danielle. Um, if you've ever listened to anything I've written before or recorded, you know I had some back and forth with her, too, over some certain things, but I'm definitely loving her. I think it's great that she's kind of keeping a low profile so far. Cause I feel like the, I, I know you know more. Don't We won't spoil it, I guess, but um, she looks like, I don't know, it looks like trouble's coming down the... Uh, Oh. Down the way from her. Oh, yeah. And she gets divorced at the end of the season, so she knows exactly how to get herself a spot for next season. Um, Teresa, I just love Tree, and I actually love that she asked for me the other night at one of her events. That did make me... Uh, I used to do a lot of her interviews, and um, let's just say they would take a long time to transcribe. And finally, uh, newbie Margaret is definitely... I. Th 
think in the running for my favorite this season, I would have to say so. Um, for a while when I would, you know, like you said, in college, 2011, Jersey Shore and Real Housewives of New Jersey come out. It was embarrassing. I'm so glad that there's a woman on there who's got a business, who's got a husband, who's not depending yeah. on her husband. And she liked one of our photos. She likes a lot, like a lot of our photos. No, I, I, I'm saying, but I, I know the one specifically that you posted. She called you a cutie. I'm, I'm, she's I'm, um she's a nice lady. I like the people on her team. You know who? I should have did that for my intro instead of my so so deaf thing. I should have said been called a cutie by a real housewife. You know the um who they have working behind them like matters a lot because that like that represents them as well. So um tomorrow night's supposed to be really good on real housewives of new jersey uh dolores is actually gonna like do something for once um so yeah i don't know any questions or any comments or anything you have to say about that i definitely want to hear from you on social media because i do have um some more inside scoop that you're gonna have to wait and hear but definitely count on seeing well hearing some real housewives themselves and those well, yeah. well, behind we're, we're the gonna, show we're gonna launch it sooner than later even though the uh our studio here is getting relocated i'm nervous why are you nervous i don't know why i need a little more practice still i think no but you're uh, oh i think you're nervous about the the studio getting moved no i'm nervous about launching it well that's the beauty of it you can do it whenever you'd like and you can edit it however you'd like. You can do as many takes as you'd like. You can have fun with it. I think I think you're a natural. I've told you that. You do? I do think you're a natural. Matt and I were both um, on a segment called Live at the Hoop at Hooper Avenue Elementary School. I was the... I was the lead. We always had to change jobs. I was the lead news anchor. Oh, you were? Yeah. It was so hot under those lights. I was yeah. done with that job. No, no teleprompter. No prompter. I was, I was very, uh, very, very, very happy with my performance, reading the, about the former Russian uh, countries that broke off. Um, well, so we need some shows. I like the deuce. Matt wasn't into it. I'm getting there. I'm get, just like... We yeah. haven't even watched it, babe. Yeah, we have. So, I don't know. Um, if you've got any good shows right now that you're watching, definitely also let us know I that. I just think the deuce is slow. I, I, and I think... There's a... I, I don't know. I think it's interesting, so... It's interesting. No, I like the topic. It's just a little slow. In, and I'll be honest, just because there's so many alum of The Wire, mm -hmm. which I loved, like, and they're in, like, kind of, like, opposite kind of roles, like, in terms of good, bad, like than they were i'm still getting used to all that like um it, it's just you know so yeah no no I'm, I'm down for you know uh and you know any show uh like actually like i i wish you'd get caught up on uh designated survivor i it's, never watched any of that it's a good show it's on abc isn't uh, that when there's only Kiefer sutherland yeah, but it's i don't like him you don't like him no really i don't know why i just don't you didn't watch 24? No. Oh, okay. Mm. So no no designated survivor. No designated survivor, but tell me. All right, me so I guess we're just going to be back to sports and Bravo. 
Yeah, and also just finally, one last word, speaking of my new favorite housewife, her collection is amazing, and there are the cutest pictures that I want to put online, but I need to ask their mom's permission first, of Matt's niece and nephew under one of her blankets, and... Uh, the Benny one, I don't think... I think uh, just my brother wouldn't care. It's it's adorable, and her stuff is really good, and it's Benny, available. Benny would be a great model for it. It's available at Marshalls and, and stores like that because... I'm sorry, I am not going to Saks Fifth Avenue to buy a blanket. So um, that's kind of all I have to say for today. So well, thanks for letting well, me blab. I, this is uh, I, I, this is uh, like the preview of your of, of your new upcoming uh, podcast, yet to be named or scored or anything like that. But uh, make yeah. sure you buy a hat. Support Molly's Fund. Yeah, we we'll, uh, we need you to spread the word a little bit to your. Uh, you you have a little more reach with social media. You're, you're, I'll get you're, it. You're a little bit you're a little bit younger. You got the you got social media down. Um, uh, I was I was gonna say, do you uh, do you think my routine for podcasting is a little weird yet? Do, have you the the whole like inhaler of uh, throat spray is a little bit much. But this is otherwise... new though. I've never. This is like the last two podcasts. But this is Billy Joel said this hit helps his voice when he performs. It's called the Entertainer Secret. It's just like lubricates your throat basically you don't you're not digging it it's funny it's funny it's funny like what like a clown no it's just funny that's it mm-hmm. um so no. if you guys think that i uh if you'd want to listen to more let us know uh no absolutely and uh well i actually i have my the outro which you'll hear in, in just a few moments, uh, he'll tell you to rate and review the show and uh, all that. And obviously, please, you know, subscribe. You can check it out SoundCloud, iTunes, and uh, I I'm working on getting it on uh, some other platforms, Spotify, etc. But, uh, you know, because of the kind of uh, chaos with the move and everything coming, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying... You know, trying to pump out content without, like, you know, like, promising stuff and then all of a sudden maybe being, like, in a bind for a week or two. You know, like, shit like that. Like, I don't want to, uh, I don't know. We're, we're just, we're just kind of taking it week by week. But, uh, no, I, I'm glad that Jenna was finally able to come on here because uh, I have been promising for, for quite a while. And uh, I'll be back. I did. <laughs> I'm sure you will. The, uh, uh. You know, after the uh, when I she did give me permission, but you know, when I was discussing uh, the lupus topic, I mean, I'm glad to have her on here since she can actually speak of it, you know, more intelligently. Uh, so, uh, as she said, though, we are running that uh, little initiative, uh, just manifest podcast hats, which are very comfortable hats. I promise you, they, you know. I'm being dead straight. Like they were probably twenty three dollars a hat to make. So this was not about like a big money maker. I just want you know. I just want to just spread the word around about about the show and all that. Um, so but we're gonna make the hats thirty dollars. Fifteen of the thirty goes towards Molly's fund for lupus, as Jenna described. 
The other 15 will go to uh, Children of Fallen Patriots. That's fallenpatriots.org and mollysfund.org. Uh, I have a post up right now. Matt Fazelport, Jenna. I'll get Freeze. one up tomorrow. Uh, she will have one up and with more information. And, you know, uh, hopefully we can get rid of these hats, sell them, get, uh, donate money. I'll show you all the, you know, however I donate it, whether it's like, pay, you know, Venmo or PayPal, et cetera, or write a check. I'll, I'll have a, you know, provide you a picture, transparency, the whole nine. And, uh, Hopefully we can get people to match with direct, don you know, I know a lot of people, even though, look, this is not some crazy donation, but it still is money. But like, if people like want to have like a write off all that stuff, they can donate right to these, uh, these charities. So if they want to do that rather than re even receive the hat, go for it. You know, like, I, I just think both charities are both, you know, serving some good. So. Uh, anything you do to help would be great. So, thank uh, you, everybody. And hey, I had one more thing to say. Oh, you did. <laughs> it is my show still. I, <laughs> even though I was letting, I let you. I, I gave you the runway here. Just to, you're out. You're done. Love you all. <laughs> Thanks, Jenna. All right. I, I mean, I didn't know we ended the show. Um, as I was saying in the beginning of the show, um. The I uh, I'm working on a few interviews. Uh, have two very very good ones booked right now. Gonna keep those uh, under wraps and two one more that may end up being my favorite interview ever, and then a fourth one which would even top that. But that's uh, a much tougher shot. But uh, definitely looking forward to some. Uh, some good stuff. And then some of the shows that I had talked about a few weeks ago about that, that are under development, such as Jenna's, uh, are in the process of getting going and uh, working on uh, the, uh, you know, I'm going to have some talks with, uh, you know, about the next season of the A&R podcast, uh, Jenna's podcast. And then there's three other ones that uh, I'd like to uh, get aired by January, so we'll see what happens. So, Lots of good stuff going on. Anyways, I know we were all over the map today, and some of the things we said actually got, uh, got kind of knocked out. So uh, I will, uh, I'm going to record a little something tomorrow, too, just to fill in around uh, some of the stuff we talked about and the reality talk i'll talk about some of my uh sports topics that put jen to sleep so uh but i do appreciate her being on and i can't wait for her to launch her own show because i think it's going to be fantastic see i'm even using the lingo you're the best i try i just i'm just not good at uh, not talking during documentaries apparently <laughs> lady gaga and, and i know not to call you joanne Joanne had her hands cut off. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't mean it like. All right. I, That's how much you paid attention. I paid attention. I saw everything that happened. All right. Anyways, thank you all for listening. I know we've had a few exits here, but uh, this one's for real. So, uh, I'll be back with you. This one will be posted on Wednesday. I might record something a little bit. 
uh, tomorrow, Wednesday or Wednesday. What I don't know. Whatever for either Wednesday night or Thursday. So uh, check out check out the fundraiser and uh, subscribe, rate, review our show, and uh, give Jenna her feedback too. But let me know what you think. I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't want to have to cancel her show, but we'll see what. Hopefully, she gets good feedback. So as she says, we love you all. Good night, everybody, from Pretty Fuzzy Productions, and talk to you next time. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to the Maddie Fast Podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit prettyfuzzy.com. Hit Matt up on Facebook and on Twitter at Matt Fazzlepore. If you liked today's episode, please review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time.